All right. Testing? Testing. Okay, we're good. Good thing I noticed that before. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> the best that we didn't start a whole fucking episode. Uh, uh, but yes. Podcaster's uh, worst nightmare. You recently were you went you you did like a real big flip flop for me so you went <laughs> it was a from, big flip flop for me too you went from cracker life <laughs> hashtag hashtag cracker life uh <laughs> for those who don't know tori was in redneck florida uh florida the more north you go the more south it gets um <laughs> they should and... hire you and use that tagline don't hire me, state of Florida. I will <laughs> I will destroy you. Uh oh, did you this is going off topic now, but LA County banned any official government travels to Texas and Florida. Cause they're angry at them. Ooh, they're angry. For their stupid LGBT takes. Wow. Yeah. Wait, so explain that. Like <laughs> I said the same thing because I was like I I, I have events like in official... Texas and Florida, so I, like, I mean, I'm I guess traveling it's there. City-funded stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Any but city... how much city-funded stuff were they actually doing in Texas and Florida? I have no idea. I don't like, know. Does, is, this, is this one of those things that actually matters, or is this just being like, yeah? <laughs> I guess it matters enough for... Sorry, I got distracted by audacity again. Um, enough for them to do it, and it makes some kind of difference for them to notice? I don't know. Interesting. It's cool because they're making a little bit of a stand in Disney, Disneyland. So they're not sending Disney-related activities to Disney World anymore. <laughs> like, dis- like, with how... DeSantis is kind of biting the hand that feeds him with Disney. Yeah. Like, it's like, really, you're going after Disney. What if, like, what happens if they just decide, fine, no Disney World for you. We're relocating to, fuck, I don't know, Georgia. They should. <laughs> like, they do should. they just hop the border into Georgia? And they're just like, <laughs> here we go. This is the new Disney World. This is the new Disney World. Though, I anyway. think they've sunk too much money into actual Disney World to just yeah. close it. It's really big. They I'm just really, imagining them they doing like SpongeBob developed... where they just like push it all push! to the other state. <laughs> they bring back the ghost of Walt Disney who's like, I say we take Walt Disney World and push it somewhere else. I don't know why he sounds like a villain. Um, I don't know. The guy was very anti-Semitic, so maybe that's part of it. Uh, anyway, back to the original question at hand. In Redneck, Florida, yes. there was a booth that was selling stickers that said Cracker Life. Hashtag Cracker Life. And I didn't know what to take about it. So I went from that to St. Bart's. Yeah. St. Bartholomew. I don't know if that's really how you it's, say it. It's French. It's Saint Bartholomew. Do we have any patrons from France? I don't think so. Or people so. who just speak French? <laughs> that want to say it. Not French. necessarily from France. You don't have Since to... Bartholomew. It's a that's a Caribbean island. I like as soon as like you posted that picture on like I think Instagram, like I like was immediately just on Google Maps, like, oh what's this place like? And I'm like, damn, yeah. looking stylish. It's, it's... Very pretty. It is a Caribbean island. It is between Puerto Rico and uh, Barbados. I think I believe it's, so. Yeah, it's between those islands. It's very very small. Uh, yeah. I had to take an eight passenger plane to get there, which was a whole different story. <laughs> um, oh. But it, it is. It's just a very rich island. Like, rich people go there. They had young, like, young wives with oh. older, very obvious, richer oh. sugar daddies. One of those. Um, you could, like, tell... You could just tell these people had money, like, yachts, and you can't find a meal there for... You could tell these people didn't work a day in their lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were 
yachts and you can't buy a meal there for less than 60 euros which is like at least 70 dollars um i went there for work so work was paying for everything (laughs) oh okay get the lobster yeah it was very fancy it was uh very pretty it was cool not to spend my money there Um, and i will be back there in june for a billion a billionaire's wedding wow yeah working it he has like three con three a three-day concert a yacht party just be like i don't mean to brag but i just got married uh (laughs) well i'll be going from that wedding to my wedding (laughs) oh so you're going from like to me being like i brought you some baja blast (laughs) happy nuptials We would love a Baja Blast, actually. Okay. As soon as, like, I got, like, the wedding invite, I immediately, because I had seen these pictures of, like, an actual, like, specially made champagne bottle for Baja Blast in it with, like, the logo and everything. A champagne of Baja Blast? like, a, a champagne bottle of Baja Blast. Fancy. And it was like like sponsored by Mountain Dew, and I was like, "Oh, I got it. This could be my wedding gift for them, and it would be so in character." It was way too expensive. It was way more than I'd ever pay for Baja Blast, even me. Really? Uh, so, yeah. How much was it? Now I'm curious. It was like because it came out like they came out in like 2014, so it was also like old oh. Baja Blast. Like mm. this was vintage Baja. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they just don't have us around anymore. This is this is the Baja that we've been waiting for. Um but yes, uh it it, it was like it was like over a thousand dollars. And while I love you guys, Holy I'm shit. not spending like a thousand dollars on your wedding. Holy gift. shit. Well, yeah, because you... it was like eBay stuff and like God, yeah. Oh man. Like, I wonder if it would even taste good if it's a few years old. Are you just know. buying if it's it for sealed the vibes? Up. If it's sealed up, I don't know. That is wild. I was expecting like a hundred, maybe, and even then, I was like, "That's too much to spend on this anyway." <laughs> but yeah, if I was gonna spend a thousand dollars on you guys, I'd be getting you like I don't know, like a sting a furniture a thing, or or like a, yeah, sword I, replica. I, I would have gotten you each your own like custom made swords. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, just gifted them to you. Uh, you should still bring Baja Blast, though. We're having just, like, an open bar situation. And I want to try your, like, Baja Blast cocktail with Baja vodka. Baja Blast and vodka? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm betting, well, it will be summer. And summer is when they come out with the canned, uh, mm. like, they, for limited times. Yeah, I think it's like the McRib, you know? Sometimes <laughs> it's out. Uh, Everything is better seasonal. It's just so, that, like... Because last summer... They, like I was walking around Meyer, uh, which is like my Vaughn's, uh, and thanks for I, clarifying because I really had no idea. Well, it's <laughs> it's like a smaller Walmart kind of. They have a bunch, like a bunch of stuff. It's not just food. They have like a pharmacy. They have like clothes. They have yeah. It's it's like Walmart, but it's like for the Midwest. Okay. Um. And originated in Michigan. Go Michigan. Uh, but, like, I saw, like, like in the, like, soda aisle, they had, like, a 12-pack of Baja Blast. And I bought, like, five of those when I, like, I, I immediately... <laughs> I was like I was like those people at the beginning of the pandemic who were like, grab all the fucking toilet paper. I was like, grab all the fucking Baja Blast oh my god and then i every time now every time i go down the soda aisle i look i look specifically for baja blast and And when i realize they aren't there and i I Uh. get a little lonely and go i must go to taco (laughs) bell now and get my i might actually get taco bell tonight uh again um after all this talk of it (laughs) as you should also, I tried the Crunchwrap Supreme for the first time. Uh, How was it? It's good. Fucking love it. That, I think that's going to be my go-to Taco Bell food now. Oh, snap. Yeah. All this intro is just a long way to say Taco Bell sponsor us. Honestly, We're Taco Bell. We're giving you free promo. What are you doing? Think, <laughs> think of combining 
Tolkien and Taco Tolkien Bell. Tolkien Bell, guys. Look, we we already have it written for you. Get your fucking um oh Christ. What like uh... the Tolkien estate is trying to gatekeep. Do you think they would allow Taco Bell? Oh, probably not, no. I guarantee. And you not. could put the the Baja Blast in the little like that little bottle. What's that little bottle in Lord of the Rings that like yeah. glows? Uh, I'm th- I can only think of like Silmarillion stuff, but like Cuthalian Crunchwrap Supreme, and it's like Baron, and he's like, when you only have one hand, reach for the Crunchwrap Supreme. Oh no, Cuthalian Crunchwrap Supreme. What is it? Oh. What else is uh fucking um? I I want now a little promo commercial of this. <laughs> uh, just... The silly Merlion promotes Taco Bell. Go get your some. Uh, I don't know. Fucking. I don't know. I What's immediately that little bottle of liquid that um. Frodo, oh, the the file like, of the file of Galadriel. The face. The yeah, file of Galadriel with the light of Arendil in it, which is technically instead, the light of a Silmaril. Oh snap! Did I realize that? I don't think I realized I th- that. No, I definitely it told could, you. Like, it could be a the light ago. of a Baja blast. The light of a Baja. Okay, <laughs> I think like early on though, like I made a Twitter post that's like I'm pretty sure the water in the mirror of the Gl- of Gladriel is no, uh, the file of Gladriel is Baja blast. So the mirror of Gladriel is like when you like go to like the park and drink from like the drinking fountain there, and it's like really natural tasting water oh, in oh that no. in that it's like well water and you're only just like mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's what Galadriel's mirror tastes like and oh. it's why she had to take Frodo and not Pippin otherwise Pippin would have drank her fucking mirror Jesus oh deep cuts deep cuts Grant, we're gonna we're gonna revisit part. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna revisit, revisit this when I've read We're gonna revisit that this, portion. and you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, did we talk about this?" And I'll be <laughs> like, "Yeah, we did." And you're like, "Oh, well, let's talk about it again because I forgot." Uh, the shade, the shade, Paul. Though I know it's true, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Anyway, how are you? <laughs> Good. I've had car. I've had car troubles. I oh, just got yeah. my car back today. Yay. But now I'm out like $1,600. Oh, God. Yeah. That's a stab. Yeah. That's a uh, ouchie. That's truly why you have emergency funds. Like, that is. That is why you have emergency. Like, grand. things like that. Compared to some people, I'm not hurting. Like, I still got like, fuck, I think still, I still got like 500 something. Th- uh, not 500. Uh, 5,000. Dollar, something dollars in my savings uh but yeah it is ooh, ooh. It's, it's it's a punch it's a and punch. i'm gonna have to start making my uh, student loan payments again now that they uh postponed that again if it's yeah and i thought it was till may they postponed it again i saw an announcement um until i think september sometime end One of fall second. i'm googling this i'm googling yeah. this i saw it, someone tweeted it might have been amy carrero or maybe it, it was so, someone tweeted it, it was like great now cancel them they obviously don't matter as they keep getting pushed and pushed uh, oh uh okay august 31st is when you have to when interest starts accruing again so you got a few more months or you guys could just cancel it you know yeah I, could you imagine <laughs> God, <laughs> are you paid off all your student loans? Am I paying them off? Have you? I have not. Okay. They are, they are sitting there waiting for them to cancel now. them. Thing is, oh God, I've, yeah. I've actually like made p- payments. Like I'm only down to like I think fourteen thousand in debt now. Nice. Okay. And I'm probably gonna pay another. At least three thousand before the payments start accruing again. Well done, well done. I looked recently to see if they were starting up again, and was my jaw hit the floor when I realized how much interest is paid. Yeah, 
and how it more interest is ba- paid towards the actual loan. And I was like, how does this make sense? Yeah. It's because it's because they're predatory and they go after young people who have been told <sighs> that they need a college degree to get ahead in life. So to our dear listeners, you do not need a college degree to get ahead of life. Go to trade However, school. However, I loved so my many, college, so... Yes, if if you are of a more academic lean, certainly pursue college. Uh, just be careful about what loans you do take out. Uh, look look at the, your, the, the different schools. See what they offer. Uh, find the best scholarships. Um, this is like uh, parenting with Paul and Tori. It is. Uh, <laughs> also... Be don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone to go to a school that has a better program for what you're doing. Don't be like me and go mm. to a school that was so so when it came to your degree mm. and like didn't get you the contacts you really needed to actually make it in the industry. Um, good, yeah, good, don't good don't be like good me. Advice. Don't be like me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I could already learn, be in LA learn uh, a, from hot, us. a hot shot producer with a big <laughs> cigar in my mouth saying, get me that uh, pale boy, that Timothy Chalamet. We're putting him in a film. Uh, the, what was it? Walmart brand, Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> I, I said I was a uh, Walmart brand, uh, Michael, uh, Michael Sarah. Oh, okay. You're just sorry, Paul. You're just the Walmart brand. You're, yeah. But you're you're for the everyday people. I'm the I'm the Timothy Chalamet of the everyman. I'm yeah. the Timothy Chalamet <laughs> for the masses. I'm not an elite with a fancy French name. Uh, if I if my name Bartholomew. if my, if my name was Timothy, I'd spell it with a Y instead of two E's. Maybe I'm not as good looking. Uh, Maybe I don't better. have his charisma. He plays a I guy named met Paul. Him, so I couldn't say. Does he, he have a, a podcast? No, he but he ha- he, he had... might not have enough okay. charisma for a podcast. I've... Okay, before I was like, "Who is this twink?" Basically, like, <laughs> like watching his stuff, and then I found out that he, like, when he was younger, I think he's like my age. Like, I think how old is Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> Timothy how old? Chalamet. Chalamet. Oh, he's a year old. He's oh yeah. He's oh yeah. Oh, Tom Holland is closer to my age. Uh, How old are they both? Timothy Chalamet was in born in 1995, though on the ass end of 1995, so he's 26. Okay. Tom Holland is 25. He was born in 96, I believe. Yep, 1996. God, I hate that I'm at that age now, where like the the hot actors are like younger than me. Zendaya is, is Zendaya? Zendaya is twenty five. is twenty five as well. But uh, I I immediately fell in love with him though when I discovered that he uh, had a YouTube channel when he was younger, and he would like do decals for like Xbox controllers basically. Oh snap! And like he'd be like, "Hey guys!" Like, and he'd only be showing his hands. But yeah. he'd be like, hey guys, check out this uh, Xbox controller I modified. I think it's really cool. And I'm That's like, oh, I'm in love with this man now. He's become <laughs> so much more relatable to me. That's adorable. So uh, he's not just after spices. He's not just after the spice or soon to be in the Willy Wonka origin <laughs> film. Mr. Wonka. <laughs> I can't believe they're like, you want to uh, play Willy Wonka boy? What is he? He's just a white man busting it down. Oh, uh, he's a quirked up white boy busting it down sexual style. But is he goaded with the sauce? Gets me every time. Gets me every time. I I haven't memorized. I just... (laughs) Oh. Goodness. Oh my god. These... (laughs) Okay, it's like People also asked, does Timothy Chalamet have a GF? What is Timothy Chalamet's ethnicity? Is Timothy Chalamet believe in God? <laughs> Why do you need to know about wow. his religious beliefs? Or are you hoping that you can get with him, but you also need to reconcile mm. him with your own religious beliefs? Hmm. 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 <laughs> 
Does he believe in God? Uh, no, I'm curious. See what it says. Click, click, click the answer. He has his belief in the Christianity religion. But the way they phrase that, I don't know how accurate yeah. that is. Huh. I'm going to need your sources. Cite your sources. <laughs> he was born and raised in a well-settled Christian family in New York City, New York. Uh... Wow. When when was the last time someone described themselves as a Christian family other than an e- like people who go to evangelical churches? <laughs> Oh good lord! Or a I'm gonna I'm Christian a family. Title this podcast. It's gonna be Timothy Taco Bell and Tolkien. <sighs> Thank you. Brilliant! This is gonna be fan fucking tastic. <laughs> gonna I'm anyway, listeners. Thanks for listening to our shit. That's all. That's the whole episode. <laughs> what chapter? Uh. <laughs> Well, let me do a countdown first, and then we can actually get down <laughs> yeah. to business and stop talking about Timothy. Uh, uh, Alright. Three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to today, this week's episode of The Silly Marillion, where I, Paul, the Timothy Chalamet of the Everyman, speak with the siren from St. Bart's, Tori, uh, recently in from that Ooh. tropical paradise, and once more residing in Longtail. <laughs> <laughs> That was not brilliant. not that so was much brilliant. the tropical paradise <laughs> to Lawndale, the, the to, suburbs of Los Angeles, to the flat uh, climes of Lawndale. Siren of Saint Bart's. Siren That's of Saint Bart's. Sexy yeah. title. You're, you can. You, you're welcome. You can save that for your and Steph's role play nights. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, but that that brings me to a question I had when you say that. Okay. Do sirens work on lesbians? Yeah, sirens work on anyone who is attracted to uh those who are female presenting. Excellent. So not just men. I can bring down not the just lesbians. men. I love. This. And I think I it could be argued that there could also be twink sirens as well to attract the oh. gay man. Oh. Though not all gay men are attracted to twinks. But I wonder if there needs to be a variety of sirens. But then again, it's not their looks that draw people in. It's their voices. Ah. Uh, oh. I have... Oh, now I want to deep dive on sirens. I have a story idea now. Someone someone who is skilled at writing or drawing. I have some ideas. Don't... If you get... Don't give Evelyn more ideas, okay? Because Evelyn's <laughs> going to listen to this. They've already done enough. They Have you seen they've uh, already done 114 works of art based yeah. on our flag means death? Evelyn is all of our heroes. I get they so excited. When... They, I, I feel like they are insane. I feel like they are clinically insane. I feel like they need help. I feel like this 114 uh, no. works of art is like Evelyn a cry for help. Evelyn serving to the fans. Evelyn, they are, but they need to, they need to like serve themselves too and just take a breather. <laughs> oh, okay. Take a deep We're also concerned here. about your health. Make sure you're drinking water and sleeping between these animatics. Sip a Baja <laughs> blast. Just get some, take a nap. Just relax. Uh, now I really want to know if Jim has heard a siren call. I want this love story. Anyway, I'm Anyhow. now uh, distracted by sirens. Sirens. I would easily fall for a siren. Uh, they'd have to be singing a catchy song for me. Like, uh, I don't know. Veggie Tales. If I was a rich girl. That's the song that would pull you in. Maybe. I don't know. It's gotta be. It's, 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 the money in the world. Like, if it's gotta be like, it's gotta be like an earworm. It's gotta get stuck in my head. So maybe that. What is your most played song that you just have on repeat? That your partner would hate. Fuck. Um, it depends on the day, really. <laughs> yeah, it, sometimes it has been the hamster dance. 
Oh my god, the ham! Now I'm imagining a siren. And then you just see Paul walking off a ship into the water. I must be with her. <laughs> She's singing the song of my people. Or um, there goes Paul. Uh, Cotton Eye Joe. That's another one. I'm just in the distance, I'm a very rolling my eyes. I'm a very cultured what... man. Okay, well, what what's your siren song that pulls you in? Not the hamster ass. dancer, Con I Joe. Okay, but something that gets stuck in your head and that you enjoy, oh. and you're like, oh, I'm drawn to that. Hmm. I'm not saying I'm gonna find it sexy. I'm just saying it's gonna entrance <laughs> me. The song that is always in my Spotify most played is The Middle by Zed and Marina Morris. Uh, Steph hates it just because it's, I don't know what it is about that song, but I have not, it's been out for like six years and it's just stuck, stuck and, there forever. And it's been with Ooh. you for six years. And unfortunately with Steph. Uh, but this year it was Good For You by Olivia Rodrigo. That is mm. a good, yep. Yeah. If there was a siren, if it was Olivia Rodrigo as a siren singing good for you, I would walk off the ship. Well, there we go. <laughs> Listeners, if you have a siren song that would make you go to your death, uh, tweet us what it tweet is. Us, tweet us what it is. Like, comment under this episode on Twitter. I'm just imagining those pirates now and, like, trying to get past sirens. Okay, well, like,. I, w- I played like a pirate game with uh, Steph, uh, Sea of Thieves, while you were gone. Oh, yeah. 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 And we enjoyed ourselves. And there are sirens in that game, though they're Whoa. more scaly. Uh, and they just mm. outright try to kill you instead of sing to you. They do sing, but they don't <laughs> entrance you. And they don't sing anything by Olivia Rodrigo. So. Uh, shame. Shit out of luck. <laughs> but anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. The Hobbit. So. <laughs> Uh, since we've already about? since we've almost spent 30 minutes talking just nonsense uh, no. we only have one chapter this week I don't believe we actually said last week what chapters we were going to do so if bad. you if you were uh, if you are kind of book clubbing this with us uh, feel free to pause here when I tell you that uh, the chapter we are covering is chapter I believe 8 chapter 8 flies and spiders Yes, chapter eight. Um, before we deep dive into this chapter, a quick shout out to Kevin and Laura, new patrons. Welcome. Hey. Thanks for giving us money. Welcome. Uh, you, we appreciate you. You There's never no have escape. to give us money, but if you do, we will try and give you bonus content that is worth your money. Yes, and if you too would like such fine quality uh, episodes soon to be coming out. Uh, for one, uh, you have our initial $5 tier in which you will get a bonus episode every month. So instead of two episodes a month, you get three. What value, what magnificent <laughs> value that you get from giving us $5 a month. Uh, you can also just give us like, what was it? Like a dollar 20 or like a dollar ninety nine. $1.99. For a dollar ninety nine, you can just show your love. And we'll be like, hey, man, I appreciate that. And we give you a shout out. We shed some tears. We shed some, some tears. I use that cash to get a Baja Blast. It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. But yes. And then coming up after The Hobbit, uh, probably coming with like a, I believe, like a $10 tier, uh, yeah. we will be uh, releasing our reactions. Uh, not a reaction. Or yes, our live reactions to uh, The Hobbit films. Uh, first, it'll be the 1977 animated Hobbit film, oh, and then the uh, newer Peter Jackson Hobbit films. So when those come out, uh, I believe we'll also have one of those once a month, plus the bonus episode. Uh, and God, what value? What value for your? <laughs> you know what? More I'm bang gonna give my patrons, for your I'm gonna give our patrons a sneak peek of my outfit this weekend. Paul, this weekend is Red Fair. <gasps> I have colored elf ears <gasps> that are going to be glued onto my ears somehow. Oh, oh, to go to Renfair again. Prepare, prepare. I'm giving I... patrons a special look at that first before yes. I post my social medias. 
oh, that'll be amazing to see. But yes, if you have such an inclination, come on by patreon.com slash the silly Marillion. I believe it's the silly Marillion. It is, correct. Yes, the silly Marillion. And what excellent promo. This was the best promo we've ever done. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting more into the swing of it. I'm 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 going into those marketing classes I took as part of my communications degree. Uh, I'm I'm bringing the product forward, and I'm letting <laughs> you know that you're getting the more bang for your buck. Uh, and so yes, the ten dollar tier will be out. And heck, while we're talking about this stuff, I'm hoping I'm all I've I've started getting the stream stuff set up. Uh, yeah, I noticed that because uh, we are. I'm at least hoping to like at least like once a week possibly once every two weeks uh doing a stream during like the afternoon of a weekday of uh playing lord of the rings online and just hanging out with you guys introducing you guys to such a fantastic game and uh just talking nerdy stuff and just being able to hang out talking nerdy talking nerdy talk nerdy to me um (laughs) but yes uh any other housekeeping stuff really that was it. Just, yeah, shout out. Thank you, patrons. We appreciate you. Yes, thank you. Once more, and, uh, thank you. On to flies and spiders. Flies and spiders. Yeah. So. Was it Tom Naughty? Yeah, Tom Naughty. Old Tom Naughty. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll get to the part where Bilbo starts using slurs against fucking spiders. <laughs> Are these um, hobbit slurs? I think they're slurs uh, against spiders because spiders <laughs> obviously don't like being called that. Being called the Tom Naughty. Being called anyway. old Tom Naughty. Um, uh, the first page of this chapter, I got to add another count to my queer count. Mm-hmm. We are at 14 queers in this hobbit book. 14 queer queers, noises. one for each, yes. for each member of this uh, Thorn and Co. So... Thorn and company, plus Bilbo, now deprived of the guidance of Gandalf, are sent on the old forest road to go through the great forest of Mirkwood. And uh, immediately, it's just so dense. Like, the the trees are just fucking thick and, like, hard to get through. And uh, we kind of get some, uh, a little bit of foreshadowing in which Bilbo says the worst part, though, are the cobwebs in the forest yeah. that just kind of hang everywhere uh, with extraordinarily thick threads stretching from tree to tree or tangled in the lower branches on either side of them. I really like it because during like these past couple of chapters, you really see Bilbo actually like being useful and like kind of handy in this. Like uh, he. He with does Gandalf have good eyes, gone, he does notice these things. With Gandalf gone, he kind of does take, like, responsibility for the dwarves. Yeah. Like, the dwarves are, in the books, fairly useless. Um, Oops. <laughs> in the movies, not, uh, like, equal parts, maybe. They're <laughs> equals, but... Uh, uh, and the fact that as they go through, like... It's always very dim because of the trees, and when it's nighttime, it's pitch black, and you can't see anything. And the part that always makes me kind of shiver is uh, they all, they slept all closely huddled together and took it in turns to watch. And when it was Bilbo's turn, he would see gleams in the darkness round them, and sometimes pairs of yellow or red or green eyes would stare at him from a little distance and then slowly fade and disappear, and slowly shine out again in another place. And sometimes they would gleam down from the branches just above him, and that was most terrifying. But the eyes that he liked the least were horrible, pale, bulbous sort of eyes. Insect eyes, he thought, not animal eyes, only they are much too big. (sighs) Honestly, Tolkien can write horror very, like... (laughs) By he 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 does the good job of like that rule of horror that's like it's only so scary as you don't know what it is and you let your imagination run wild with what it might be. He like would once be pretty you good see, at writing creepy pastas. It's like uh, the movie Alien, 
the entire build up to seeing the alien it's terrifying because you only see glimpses of it in the background and yeah. it skitters around you don't see it but then once you do see it it's a bit less scary because now you're like okay well now we can fight it because we do see it now you know uh, mm-hmm. and and Tolkien keeps to this uh by keeping like the only things we see are luminous eyes in the dark which oh god if, if for any of you who have been in the woods at night like me uh shout out to <laughs> boy scouts um and you see eye shine in the woods that Ooh. is terrifying uh, it usually is like i don't know like a raccoon or like a fox just like fucking around at night uh but sometimes it's high off the ground and that terrifies you and then it's an owl but it's like, you're like <laughs> and then it's an owl it's fine yeah that is we don't live in the woods or forest by any means we live in lawndale but that is why Steph closes the windows at night before we go to bed because they do not want to see any eyes <laughs> looking through we had this discussion i think the as window. well like my like worst nightmare is seeing a face looking back at me through the window <sighs> <sighs> We're back to our cryptid episode. <laughs> yeah, we're back to the fucking... Well, there are cryptids in this. And so, uh, as they're going along, they eventually reach this stream that runs its way through the forest. Uh, but Gandalf warned them not to touch any of the fucking water in this forest because it's all enchanted. Uh, and it they... was just like black ro- water, right? Yeah, it's like it's like black water. It's very creepy. It makes me think of that fucking... Like, uh, like stuff Dumbledore has to drink to get the Horcrux, like oh, like yeah. like you have to keep drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this would like, be a very good like thing to throw at your D and D characters, like oh, a yeah. black river for them to cross and see what happens. Like this is definitely a D and D encounter where you're like, okay, yeah. let's figure out what the skill fucking powers are. Um. And so, essentially, uh, there's a boat on the other side. Uh, Good on they... Bilbo for seeing it. Yes, Bilbo With sees his sharp the boat. Eyes. They get the rope. They, I think they use like they lasso the boat with a rope and pull it over. And then they kind of do like this pulley system where they just follow along. And they all get over there except Bomber, who Poor falls Bomber. into the water and is immediately like knocked unconscious. And they pull him from the river, and he's just unconscious for, like, I think he's, is he unconscious this entire chapter, or? Not the whole chapter, for, but for a good a good chunk. He's asleep, and they're carrying him, and <laughs> there is that line, you should not be so fat. As you are, you must be with the last and lightest boatload. Oh my god, they always bring up Poor how guy. fat he is. Oh. Um... Yeah, he's yeah. unconscious. And they have to carry him. And they carry and they him. They complain about carrying him because he's so fat. And he he's <laughs> smiling though. And uh he I think it's six days They're carrying him and they're getting more tired. And running and, out of food. Yeah, and they're running out of food as well. Um and so they're like, hey, Bilbo, we can't. Like, are we coming? Are we coming to the end of? Because they're still on the road at this point, and but they're like, hey, are we coming to the like borders of the forest? Let like, cl- how about you climb up one of these trees and see what's what? And so Bilbo goes up into the tree, pokes his head out, and there are just a bunch of black butterflies like flitting around <laughs> in the tops of the trees. Uh, and I believe he sees that he- they're almost there, doesn't he? No, he only sees forest, just forest and forest. But Tolkien makes sure to point out that there was like a valley that he did not see. Um, so then he comes back down from the tree and is miserable because all he sees is forest that goes on forever and ever and ever in all directions. Yes. Uh, yeah, he says, uh, actually, as I have told you, they were not far off the edge of the forest. And if Bilbo had the sense to see it, the tree that he had climbed, though it was tall in itself, was standing near the bottom of a wide valley, so that from its top the tree seemed to swell up around like the edges of a great bowl. So they are in the valley, uh, but he doesn't realize they're in a valley, so 
technically, if they weren't in the valley, he could possibly see the edge of the forest. Mm-hmm. But uh, he comes back and essentially says, hey, the forest seems to go on forever. We are doomed. We we are absolutely fucked. Uh, they're eating, like, the scraps of food that night. And uh, Bomber wakes up. So this is, I think, six days after he fell asleep. And apparently he has lost all fucking, uh, like, memory from when they left Bilbo's house. Uh, He was dreaming of the feast they are having at Bag End. Aw, poor guy. And now he wakes up to this. Um, (laughs) To this. To this. To them saying, uh, you are no joke to carry, even after weeks of short comments. (laughs) He wakes up to more fat jokes. God. Uh, let's see. No, yeah. So the, the we'll do. Continue. I think we'll do our reading for uh, like when he is like confronting the spiders. Mm, okay. But uh, yeah, Bomber. Uh, oh, he's like, uh, Bomber talking about his dreams. He says a woodland king was there with a crown of leaves, and there was a merry singing, and I could not count or describe the things that there were to eat and drink. You need not try," said Thorin. In fact, if you can't talk about something else, you'd better be silent. <laughs> oh, uh, everyone is just miserable and hangry. But uh, as they're all talking, uh, they notice a red light spring up deeper into the forest, and uh, the light was in front of them, but it's off the path. And Bomber's like, oh, it's the Woodland King I saw in my dreams. There's food there. And uh, uh... Uh, Thorin is at least, like, still keeping his wits about him, saying a feast would be no good if we never got back alive from it. (laughs) Uh... But they won't be alive much longer if they don't have food. As Bomber points out. So they kind of agree and sneak towards, uh, yeah, they left the path altogether and start moving there towards the There were one instruction. Fire. The one, like, there were two instructions. Don't touch the water. It's stay on the path. Stay on the path. They've, they have half done the water one because Bomber <laughs> fell in. And now they're just blatantly disregarding this one. Um, Great. Love a party who can't follow instructions. But they're like smelling like the most delicious food, and I get it. I get like it. they're coming up on it. But as soon as they appear, like they jump into like the circle of uh, elves who are feasting in the forest. All, uh, all the lights go out, and they're lost in the dark. And then they see it somewhere else, and then they pursue it farther off, and boom, they get caught in the fucking dark again when they jump in and the lights go out even further from the path even further from the path doing great guys doing great uh bilbo's trying to like herd them like cats (laughs) and uh but eventually like he loses them in the dark and he's calling out for them uh but they their voices grow more distant they're like crying out to like find him uh but he can't see them, so he kind of just falls asleep in the dark uh, and dreams of, I think, bacon and eggs, toast and butter. Classic. Oh, making me hungry for breakfast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then that's when he wakes up, right? To uh, him being tied he up? He woke up uh, when he was... Uh... Yeah, he woke up to being tied up by a giant spider being only able to see its eyes and feel its hairy legs. Ew. I just got, like, chills. Don't like that. Goosebumps. So, Spider's (laughs) trying to wrap him up. He doesn't doesn't like it. (laughs) I thought this part was cute. He was like, I beat the creature off with his hands. And then he remembered he had a sword. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh! (laughs) So he stabs the blade into the spider, and he goes, oh, you deserve a name, sword. (laughs) I'm going to call you Sting. 
It's so cute. Which I, I put in like all caps sting because I thought sting. it was so cute that that's where the name came from. Uh, and Bilbo being all like brave and fighting off this giant spider. And so he kind of follows this little path into where this big spider nest is, really. Ugh. Where all these spiders have kind of captured all his friends, except Thorin. Uh, but we don't know that yet. Uh, and I think now is when we would begin our dramatic reading. Mm-hmm. Do you have a good spider voice in you? Oh, I always have a good spider voice in me. <laughs> He had picked his way stealthily for some distance when he noticed a place of dense black shadow ahead of him, black even for that forest, like a patch of midnight that has never been cleared away. As he drew near, he saw that it was made by spider webs, one behind and over and tangled with another. Suddenly he saw, too, that there were spiders huge and horrible sitting in the branches above him, and ring or no ring, he trembled with fear lest they should discover him. Standing behind a tree, he watched a group of them for some time. And then in the silence and stillness of the wood, he realized that these loathsome creatures were speaking one to another. Their voices were a sort of thin, creaking, and hissing, but he could make out many of the words that they said. They were talking about the dwarves. It was a sharp struggle, but worth it, said one. What nasty thick skins they have to be sure, but I'll wager there is good juice inside. Aye, they'll make fine eating when they've hung a bit, said another. Don't hang them too long, said a third. They're not as fat as they might be. Been feeding none too well of late, I should guess. Kill them, I say. Hissed a fourth. Kill them now and hang them dead for a while. And dead now, I'll warrant, said the first. That they are not. I saw one a-struggling just now. Just coming around again, I should say. After a beautiful sleep, I'll show you. With that, one of the fat spiders rang along a rope, till it came to a dozen bundles hanging in a row from a high branch. Bilbo was horrified, now that he noticed them for the first time dangling in the shadows, to see a dwarvish foot sticking out one of the bottoms of some of the bundles, or here and there the tip of a nose, or a bit of beard, or of a hood. To the fattest of these bundles, the spider went. It is poor old Bomber, I'll bet, thought Bilbo, and nipped hard at the nose that stuck out. There was a muffled yelp inside, and a toe shot up and kicked the spider straight and hard. There was life in Bomber still. There was a noise like the kicking of a flabby football, and the enraged spider fell off the branch, only catching itself with its own thread just in time. The others laughed. You are quite right, they said. That meat's alive and kicking. I'll soon put an end to that, hissed the angry spider, climbing back onto the branch. So kind of like the trolls, the spiders are debating who to eat, when to eat, eat them now, let them die. Yeah, Poking at the fattest of the bundles again. Poor Bomber. Poor Bomber. <laughs> and then Bilbo jumps into action. Starts throwing some stones at the spiders. Gets sting out. He, he does it just to piss them off, too. <laughs> <laughs> like uh Addercop, Addercop. Old Tom Naughty, old big body. Old big body. Old can't Tom spy Naughty, me. Can't spy me. Addercop, Addercop. Down you down drop. Down you drop. You never catch, catch me, me up, up your, your tree. tree. <laughs> and then and then Tolkien admits, not very good perhaps, but then you must remember <laughs> that he had to make it up himself on the spur of a very awkward moment. Uh. Lazy lob and crazy cob are weaving webs to wind me. I am far more sweet than other meat, but still they cannot find me. Here am I, naughty little fly. You are fat and lazy. You cannot trap me, though you try, in your cobwebs crazy. I love a good epic rap battle. 
<laughs> and he gets them like uh like all fucking pissed and he like draws them away from where the dwarves are and kind of stings them <laughs> by stings stabbing them with sting it was quite quite good and brave of Bilbo. I was very impressed with him in this chapter. Yeah, and and, and once he frees the dwarves, they kind of help him fight off some of these spiders yeah. and uh, send them on their way. Uh, but more of them are uh, coming, so he's like, hey, you guys go that way. I'll put on my ring and make a lot of noise and make them kind of come after yes. me. Yes, and they finally know about the ring. Yes. I like how he tried to like kind of put it off and put it off until he was like, all right, there's no choice. We need to get out of here. Yes. Let me make use of this. Uh, and so he leads them off. And uh, I love this kind of character relationship development with. Uh, let's see. Balin hasn't fallen asleep yet. Kind of after all yeah. of this. Everyone else is asleep. And he says, Gollum, well, I'm blessed. So that's how he sneaked past me, is it? Now I know. Just crept quietly along you, did you, Mr. Baggins? Buttons all over the doorstep. Good old Bilbo. Bilbo. Yes. Bilbo, Bilbo. And I was like, that's so sweet. They went from, like, talking smack about him behind his back, and now they're, like... They're friends. Good old Bilbo. Yeah. All right, so they're all asleep. They notice Thorin is missing. Yeah, Thorin's missing. They're trying to get some... They're trying to recover a bit. And essentially, they get dropped on by fucking elves. Who are like, Elves! What are you doing in our fucking woods? From the wood elves. Yeah. Uh, and they are brought before the king, who is like, Hey, why were you guys fucking harassing us when we were feasting out in the forest? Oh, wait, no. Uh,. It's they they get captured and then uh, Tolkien's like Thorin wasn't with the spiders because he had gotten captured by the elves mm-hmm. and the king was like hey why were you attacking us and Thorin's like we weren't attacking we were hungry and the king's like okay what were you doing in my forest in the first place and he's like that's none of your business and the king's like okay into prison with you you're going to jail. <laughs> And yeah, then, his whole answer and to that then is, I'm starving. Then my favorite line: "Then the elves put thongs on him." <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but, uh, but he, he was well fed because they are not like goblins. They at least feed. Yeah, and they get at least to the prisoners. They feed him and give him proper food and shelter. And I had a little lore question there in that paragraph uh, on the page before where it talks about like how elves and dwarves aren't really enemies, but they like don't trust them because mm-hmm. of fights they've had in the past. Uh, yes. And it said, it's only fair to say that the dwarves gave a different account and they only took what was their due. What specific, is there a specific event they're talking about? So do you remember the sack of Doriath? Uh, where uh, Luthien's dad, Thingol, he now had the Silmaril, and then he also had this, uh, that, like, really cool necklace that Hurin, Turin's dad, mm, brought mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, I want to combine these into one kick-ass thing. And he hired dwarves to assemble it. And then the dwarves okay. were like, hey, we're not giving you this because we made this necklace for this elf, and you stole it, so we're gonna keep this. And yes, then he, and then I Thingol remember. called them a bunch of slurs, and then they killed him. <laughs> called them a Tom Naughty. Yeah, and uh, then like this whole fight between them kicked off. These elves are the elves who went from, like, are elves from Doriath who've come to live here. Mm, okay. So, well, not all okay. of them. Uh, most of them are Sylvan elves, but like the king specifically is like yeah. his father was from Doriath. Uh, this king is Thranduil, though in the book he's just called the Woodland King. Yeah. And okay. we find out later uh, that his son is Legolas. Oh, snap. Yeah. Is Legolas here right now? Uh, I mean, he is alive. Uh, 
we don't know how old Legolas actually is by the time mm. of Lord of the Rings, but we guess that he's like around maybe 2,000 years old. Oh, no point. big D. <laughs> and this is only like, I think like 90 years before. Okay. No, 60 years before Lord of the Rings. Yeah. So, yeah. Nice. Wait, is that? No. Okay. There's an elf Twitter is obsessed with who has long blonde hair and a crown. And I don't know who he is because I I believe that's Glorfindel. Okay. Well, oh, wait. Yes. No, that's uh, from the movies. Yeah. Yeah, it's Thranduil, uh, played by Lee Pace. Yes, he is. And that is... That's Legolas' dad. Yeah. Bless you. Excuse me. Thank you. (sighs) Part two, Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) Want to try for a third? Excuse me. No, I think it's good. Okay. <laughs> yes, it is Thrand- Thranduil. Thranduil, yeah. He is quite the pretty elf. He is very pretty. Quite majestic. He's a little bit of a betch. <laughs> I'm skinny. Oh, this is a sexy pose on his throne. I'm rich. Yes. Uh, yeah, you get to see him in the second Hobbit movie. Fun. I like his vibe. I want this vibe. This is my Ren Fair look. Yes. Pursue that <laughs> Ren Fair look. Uh yeah, I think that's it um for this chapter. Because technically the dwarves don't get captured till the like immediately at the beginning of the next chapter. So spoilers. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, that's that's that I'm chapter. very impressed they're all still accounted for (laughs) yeah no one's died okay well this is a children's book so no one is really allowed to die Uh, after the silmarillion i am shocked (laughs) yeah so next we have barrels out of bond barrels out of bond let me look how long that is oh i see another song you oh, know what? I think we could do uh, Barrels Out of Bond and Warm Welcome together. So chapter 9 and 10 we'll do together. Okay. I hope I'm excited for elves. I hope yes. I get some elf content you coming get, up here. You do get elf content with Barrels Out of Bond. Hell yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, I think that's it for me. Uh that's all, folks. That's all, folks. So, yes, <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of The Silly Marillion. Uh, as always, special thanks to our patrons. Uh, thank you for... Fo- listening to our shit. For listening to our shit and paying and us for shit. it. Um, <laughs> where uh, our most recent one has been a get-to-know-you uh, podcast about just me and Tori. Uh, most of these are just very loose topics, and it just becomes me and Tori shooting the shit. Um, <laughs> as well, uh, I uh, if you have any ideas, possibly, for what uh, the April special uh, episode should be, let us know, and we'll try to uh, accommodate that. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Mm-hmm. Uh, plural with an S. Uh, you can also follow our personal Twitter accounts. Uh, I am at Good Looking Geek, and Tori is at Toriello underscore, uh, where yeah. we just probably drop our stupid shit. Um, what was the prompt that we gave them at the what? beginning of this episode? We what? gave them a prompt to tweet at us. Oh, uh, fuck. <laughs> God. We talk about so many things in the span of an hour. Yeah, and most of it wasn't even Tolkien related. <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay, if if you listen, you know our prompt. I'll probably <laughs> I'll probably cleverly edit in myself going like the <laughs> tweet prompt. <laughs> tweet the prompt at us. I don't fucking know. Maybe I'll be too uh... lazy to even do that. Um, yes. Uh, but yes, as always, special thanks to Wool for providing the Ooh. cover art of uh, our podcast. And special thanks, of course, also to Jack for Jack. providing the intro and outro music. And special thanks to viewers like you 
Uh, even if you don't pay us on Patreon, we do appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to us. And we're just glad that we can provide this semblance of entertainment to you in these <laughs> troubled times. Um, yeah. Da-na-na. Da-na-na. <laughs>